1: Hey everyone, I'm Nick Mattio, and welcome to week 195 in video episode number 21 of 4T, the Thursday throwback track. Every week I take a release from my collection, I discuss it, I give you my take on it, throw in some other shabings, and I talk about how it has influenced my music. This week, the hardcore speed metal thrash classic album. Of course, I'm talking about 1982's Now and forever by Air Supply. Okay, so... Everyone has different musical tastes, right? And we all know what guilty pleasures are. I'm not even going to talk about that. That's been... That's been over-discussed. There's no reason to even define it. I don't think any musical taste should, uh... Be a guilty taste. With the possible exceptions of Kid Rock and Creed. Uh... Actually, the wink was disingenuous, I mean that. And, uh, but, but, you know, there is a reason why we say something like that guilty pleasures. It's because we feel like something that we like is something that wouldn't be acceptable to another you know, group of people or what have you, you know, or, or to our cohort in, in our peer group or the type of person we are. If we're dudes who are in a metal band and we like country music, I don't know. None of that, hardly any of that applies anymore. I'm so glad that it doesn't. Like I said, no guilt, no guilt, not really, Kid Rock and Creed, but no guilt, no guilt. Uh, But there is something that really boggles my mind that I don't understand about musical taste, and that is I have actually met people who have only one taste, basically, one type of music that they listen to which to me means music's just not an essential part of, of, of their life, but that may not be true. That may be super essential for them to keep going back to that music, whether it's um, what we used to call oldies, which is 50s and 60s music, or, or you know, just jazz or just classical or anything like that. You know, And the reason why this boggles my mind is because I consider music to be uh, a world. I consider musical tastes to be a world. I, I, I consider music to be akin to kind of being in, in touch with one's emotional life and that these are external touchstones and ways to express that inner emotional life. Only the things that you're in touch with. And to me, the more you're in touch with, the healthier you are. It may not mean you're completely well adjusted, uh, but, it, but it does mean that you have some sense, some idea of what's going on in here, what's going through your body, your mind, your soul and, and and how you connect with that into the world and there are times where connecting with a person is is much more preferable and much more essential and, and, and healthier And there but there are times where either you're alone or you want to be alone, you want to deal with things on your own and there are plenty of ways and outlets to do that and for, for me and I think for a lot of people music is one way to do that that sort of could and can potentially be low impact in other words you don't have to feel like you're putting a lot into it to get a lot out of it and and so to me somebody who's only listening to one kind of music has got to me I think a lot of some kind of repression in there and I I know that I might get flack for this from from people who are like Super lovers of jazz, and that's their only jam, or classical is their only jam, or even if it's jazz and classical, or um, you know country and uh, oldies, or something like that. I I don't I don't care if this is disagreeable. I really believe that if you haven't even given a chance to the hundreds of other genres and subgenres out there, then there's something that in you that you're limiting you know I, I, this, this is how i feel this is how seriously i take music as well you know i like i like i like i, like, I love some punk and and, and metal and hip hop and i've listened to a ton of all of that i've listened to roots rock and southern rock and and classic rock and grunge and and soul and r&b and funk and and jazz and classical and there are things about all of that stuff that i love and 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 more genres but that includes music like this. Um, which, quick note, before I get deeper into this musical taste idea, for those of you who don't know, Air Supply is is meaning they're still around, they never quit, still out there performing. Uh, released an album maybe 10 years ago, not that recent, but still. Uh, certainly more recent than 38 years ago. They're, probably, they're from Australia predominantly consists of two dudes, um, some of the songs they wrote themselves. Some of them were written by professional songwriters, but they were kind of like, uh, I guess, I guess you call them soft rock, pop, um, and again from Australia, uh, who who had their biggest hits in the early '80s. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the whole Australia connection and, and and certain things, what that means to me musically. But just wanted to kind of give you, you know. I guess I'm supposed to be imparting information to this too. Uh, That's who Air Supply is, for those of you who don't know. Look up um, two of the songs from this album, Two Less Lonely People in the World and Even the Nights Are Better, big hits. That's probably a good place to start. They had several other hits, but since we're on this album, okay. So anyway, back to musical taste. Musical taste to me is like everything, nature, nurture. There are things you are innately born with that leads you to certain types of music if you're open to, you know, being in touch with that and exploring that, there are certain types of music that you like and or love and not know really well because you were exposed to that, brought up with that uh, by your, your parents, your guardians, your any, uh, you know, older siblings, older friends, friends, peers. Uh, people who were part of your life as you were developing and growing. So, you know, nature, nurture, no reason to go over debate-wise which one of those is stronger, etc., etc. But I do believe that that leads to a shift in a person's life. Not everyone's. Again, some people never really get there. But I think for most people they do. And the age at which this shift happens is different for everybody. Um... For me, I think it was, uh, geez, I don't know, 13, 14, something like that, which I think is probably pretty common. But the shift that I'm talking about is is when we go from what I would say the pre-coming of age period, where most of what we're into has to do with with nurture and some of little bits of which nature, we might something might catch our attention, like, whoa but it's more, let's say, subconscious, and maybe it's not, a, it's not necessarily a, a choosing to go in a certain direction. And then something changes, again, often in adolescence. For some people, it could be earlier. Eight years old, I, I, I knew people who got into some pretty interesting music at a very early age. Some people 30s, 40s, 50s, who knows, you know. Um, and I think any age is absolutely cool for that to happen. But that when that shift happens, what happens is you all of a sudden make conscious choices as to what music you want to get into. And some of that music, much of it maybe, may, might not be the music that you were brought up with or the music that you listen to. It doesn't mean you're dismissing that or throwing it out, but you need in some ways, an antidote to it, and in other ways, just other types of music that help bring out certain other facets of emotionally, you know, connection-wise. And the reason I bring that up is because, for me, Air Supply was uh, a pre-coming-of-age band. Um, I could, uh, you know, name so many types of music like this that were like that. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't also listen to uh, Chic. The Freak, or uh, the Clash, uh, Rage in the Cage, you know things like that, or or Jay Giles and things that I was exploring earlier on before I really came of age. But when I came of age, I got into the typical stuff. I got into whatever you know, college rock is what it was called at the time. Uh, I got into um, British bands, and modern, you know, and, and post punk, and I got into hip hop, and I got into metal and things like that that I had some exposure to prior to this coming of age, but didn't really make a conscious choice to say, I want to boom, explore this to almost the detriment of stuff that came before. Um, And, and yet as you get older and hopefully even when you're not older, because I don't, again, there should be no shame or guilt. You realize that all of the tastes you've ever had are valid and that it's important to, to give, you know, uh, credence and, 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 and on to honor, those tastes because they're telling you something about yourself and about some emotional connection that you need. So, you know, I guess for me, and I'm really trying to dig out of memory here, Air Supply was one of those bands that, um, A, had, uh, song craft and, you know, debate the, the merits of, uh, you know, each individual song. But in general, what I mean by that is, Their intent, whether through their own writing or through choosing songs, was to have songs that were crafted, that were created in a pop sense with verse, chorus, bridge, you know, sometimes a solo, things like that. And to do it in a way that was extremely palatable, let's say. And part of that being palatable was that it was very mellow, it was very, um, uh, what we're calling today, yacht rock, you know. Uh, I don't know if you want to necessarily... I think these dudes do qualify as Yacht Rock, even though they were kind of slightly after the prime Yacht Rock period of the late 70s, uh, mid to late 70s. But, you know, here, listen to this. It's a guitar solo. Not a slamming guitar solo, you know? Not the, you know, concurrent Eddie Vedder stuff from 1982. But, but... You know, there are elements of rock in here that are clearly, again, soft rock, yacht rock, and they're mellow, they're, they're chill. I mean, is there a better name for a, for a band that's bringing you a cool breeze of music than Air Supply? I mean, it is, it's kind of brilliant that that's the name that they came up with. Um, and please, you know, click the link on Now and Forever, this album, and dig into Air Supply's history. I don't know a ton more about them, to be honest. Um, But it'd be interesting to know how they came up with that name. Uh, And if you find out, let me know in the comments below, because I'm not going to research it. That's not my primary importance. Also should tell you that we're getting to the favorite, my favorite song in this album, Two Less Lonely People in the World, is coming up next. So I may pause for the cause of listening to it for a couple of seconds at some point. Um, But, you know, we need, I was talking to somebody recently about how, When you listen to music, again, you're listening for some type of often emotional connection. And sometimes you want music that enhances the mood you already have. So let's say, for example, uh, I'm driving down the road and I'm having a day where I'm really agitated and angry. And then I want to listen to Mastodon, you know, or some, you know, heavy metal or something that has that real, you know, high energy. Uh, Other times you're feeling angry and agitated and you want to listen to... uh, some mellow jazz or classical or this, you need an antidote to what you're feeling. And I, and I think for, you know, for me at the time, I'm, I, what I'm thinking is Air Supply. Again, A, I loved the songs because songs are always first to me. Songs are always first. And by the way, this isn't the song that I was thinking. actually, no, it is. Um, and, uh, and so they provided that sense of uh, comfort and mellowness. There's, there's all kinds of f- food in music. There's comfort food, there's healthy food, there's food that tastes great and it has all of those awesome elements.
0: Out of all the people in the world, I just can't believe you're mine In my life where everything was wrong, so now, right, I don't remember the words to as lonely people
1: And so that's what they were. That's what they are. I'm glad I have this. Uh, I'm glad I could discuss it. Uh, and yes, some of this stuff did influence my music. There was a song that I released on my album, The Sunshine Seminar, which I actually just performed uh, last night on my Facebook Live concert called Up All Day. And when you listen to it, you will hear that classic song craft. You will hear the mellowness. I glitched it up. And electronicized it because that's what I like to do with a lot of my production but the basic elements the song and and what it's saying, the way it's sung and all that, you're going to hear this type of influence um, uh, before I get to the end of this, I want to get back to that side note I mentioned in the beginning and also in the, the alt text that I have which please read it as always, please click, please click on my song up all day uh, share it Add it to a playlist. It's also on Spotify. Look it up. Up All Day, Sunshine Seminar. It will pop up. Please do uh, click about Air Supply and Now and Forever and listen to that and and, and read that. Um, But again, before I get to the very end, Australia. They're from Australia. ACDC, Australia. In Excess, Australia. Silver Chair, Australia. Um, What do all these bands have in common other than the fact that they were from Australia? They to my mind we're interpreting music that started in America american music in a certain sense maybe not 100% american but you get what i'm saying and i believe that bands from aus- particularly australia and canada have a way of interpreting american music that distills it to its essence that and, and that that kind of cuts out the fat cuts out you know e- anything that doesn't work and creates their version, which is very close to the American music, but has almost, a, it's tighter, you know. In a way, it's, it's more digestible in a good way. You know, you don't, you don't have to work hard to understand what they're doing. And part of it's, they're a little bit removed from the culture so they can interpret it that way. But, but and also, you know, again, English-speaking countries, but Canada and, and Australia in particular, they do it in a way that doesn't stray that far um, I mean the outfield I believe was Canadian Katie Lang country artist and again a lot of what she did was just tighter and more concise than even a lot of American country artists and so I just think that that's something I always always found that interesting unlike to me uh, let's say Japan or or Britain who had you know as as any country has their own musical history and culture but the way they interpret it was they put it through their own filter. And one of the reasons why I absolutely love British music is what they, how they filter their own culture and American music and other things combined. And one of the reasons I've been fascinated lately with Japanese music and things like that is this: their filter is just insane and just awesome in so many ways and so different, and yet you can hear how they are taking off from american you know find the bad band baby metal and you will understand what i mean i'm not even gonna say anymore uh so that's my spiel for the week do you remember these guys air supply do you like them do you like any other type of soft rock or yacht rock do you have uh other kind of mellow tastes or tastes that uh, go more field from what people might expect that you like. What do you think about this whole idea of your emotional life being represented, emotional health, even emotional connection in the music that you listen to, and even more so in the music that you share? I would love to hear about all of this. Was there an awakening period? I shouldn't use that word these days. Was there a coming of age period in uh, for music for you that that you recall that you said, "Oh, this was when I just dove into what you know." And and it never and then it never really stopped for me, some for some people it does stop they just say okay I've awoken and I've now these are my my tastes are here now they're here and I'm done for me it's kind of like this 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 and it just keeps getting bigger you know um, but, but those are some jumping off points question please discuss because as always w- my main objective here in sharing music and talking about music in general and my music in particular is conversation and connection. So as always, thank you for listening, thank you for watching, thank you for clicking, thank you for reading, thank you for sharing, thank you for liking. Please subscribe to me, subscribe to this, this YouTube playlist. Please check me out, facebook.com slash Friend me, because then you will know when I'm doing my live shows. I'm doing a bunch of live shows. And uh, as always, I'll be back again next week.